Hello and welcome to Live and Word Ministries. We're impacting lives and changing the world. Join us as we dive into the Word of God. Hallelujah! Amen. Hallelujah! Amen. What a joy to be in the presence of the Lord. Our God is faithful. It doesn't matter. The Spirit of God dwelleth in all of us. So wherever we are guided, the presence is with us. Thank God. Our theme for this month was my purpose surpasses my challenges. We have been blessed with these two weeks to define what purpose is. So today I go on to the challenges. As we have all established purpose, anchors your life in the character and call of God. It declares why you exist. Purpose declares why you exist. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Yes, Lord. Yes, Father, I surrender my vocal cords into your hands. As your word comes this morning, let it not be from me. As I stand here, let them not look at me, but look at what Christ did for them. And the word that you gave to us, your word is our weapon. Your word is our promise. Your word is our light in every dark area of our life. Receive your glory this morning in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, I'll go back again. As we all have established, purpose means to anchor your life in the character and call of God. It declares why you exist. Amen. Your spiritual purpose it's about you establishing a set of values and principles that give life meaning to you and then using them to guide the decisions and actions you take. Amen. I'll go over again. Your spiritual purpose is about you individually, about me establishing a set of values and principles that give life meaning to you and then using them to guide the decisions and actions you take. Amen. Praise the Lord. So in life, brethren, nothing can happen without God ordaining it. Amen. In Psalm 57, verse 21. Psalm 57, sorry, Psalm 57, verse 2, verse 2. It says, that was David, it says, I cry out to God most high, to who fulfills his purpose. Amen. That's King James Version here says his purpose. Amen. Who fulfills his purpose? So, God is the one who fulfills your purpose. Amen. This is very important to you to understand God's purpose for your life. God has numbered our days and will fulfill every purpose. Hallelujah. He has for you. Psalm 90 verse 10. Psalm 90 verse 10, King James Version. Seventy years King James Version, please. 
It's changing now, okay. The days of your years are three score years and ten. And if by reason of strength they be four score years, yet is their strength, labor, and sorrow. For it is soon cut off and we fly away. Amen. So, in verse 12, can you add verse 12 to it, please? So teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. Amen. As Pastor Tunde did two sessions with us on Sunday, he says purpose gives you a sense of identity. So your purpose identifies who you are. Romans 8 verse 28 says, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love who? God. To them who are called according to his purpose. Amen. And we know that everything works good for all of us here. Hallelujah. Because what we do we love God. Every one of us here, we love God. That is why we are here today. We are not here because of the building. We are here because we love God. And the word of God says we should not forsake the assembly of the brethren. So we thank God. We are all called according to God's purpose. Amen. Second Timothy chapter 1. Verse 9 also says, Who hath saved us and called us with unholy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose <coughs> sorry, and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began. Amen. So it says, according to what? God's own purpose and grace. So, God has a purpose for you. And his grace is sufficient for you. Our purpose, I believe, is found in the word of God. As we just read 2 Timothy verse 1, <clears throat> chapter 1 verse 9. God has called us according to his own purpose. So we must understand that our purpose is God's purpose. Amen. All God's plans is revealed in Christ. So we as believers cannot separate ourselves from the purpose in Christ. Amen. What is true concerning Christ is true concerning you and I. Amen. As we are in Christ. Amen. Jesus is the word of God. Made flesh. So how does your purpose surpass your, your challenges? Amen. How does your purpose surpass your challenges? As a child of God or a believer, we face so many challenges. 
some by wrong decisions we make or by the enemy who does not want you to be happy. Even our Lord Jesus faced challenges. Amen. But his purpose, hallelujah, surpassed the challenges that he faced. Amen. Being born, Herod tried to kill him before even he started his life. He was called many names. He was betrayed. He was tempted by the devil. <clears throat> Denied by those close to him. Betrayed. Tempted by the devil. By those close to him. The Pharisees finding faults with him. And they plan to kill him. This were all challenges Jesus faced. But what? His purpose surpassed all those challenges. Praise the Lord. In Matthew 27, Jesus on the cross cried, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Through that, challenges, he was able to fail, fulfill his purpose. Remember, ye not the former things. Praise the Lord. He endured to the cross, and we won victory. He won victory for you and I, that today our purpose will surpass our challenges. Because of whose we are, we have a better promise. Hallelujah. An assurance of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We are blessed because we have the three in one indwelling in us. Praise the Lord. The word of God says that whatever challenges we face in Deuteronomy 31 verse 6, he says he will never leave you nor forsake you. Whatever you go through, he will go through with you. Psalm 94 verse 14 says, the Lord will not cast off his people, neither will he forsake his inheritance. And in Isaiah 43, verse 1 to 2 says, He has redeemed you. He has called you by your name. God knows your name. Hallelujah. Every one of us sitting here, God knows our name. Your name is written in his palm. So when the Lord lifts up, lifts up this palm, your, na <clears throat> your name is there. God sees you. He knows you. He's not forgotten you. Because every now, and, every now and then, he lifts up his palm. And your name, that's what the word of God says, your name is written in his palm. Hallelujah. The word of God again says, you are his. Your name is in his palm. When you go through the waters, he will be with you. When you go through the fire, he will be there with you. There is no challenge that you face that will surpass your purpose. Hallelujah. So far as you dwell and believe in the Lord, for your God will make a way where there seems to be no way. No matter what comes your way, 
No matter what challenges come your way, God will make a way. He will deliver you. Hallelujah. Even if you are praying for loved ones who have backslided, or prodigals, or for people to accept Jesus as their Lord and personal Savior, God will make that way. Isaiah 43, 5 to 7, verse 5 to 7 says, Fear not, for I will bring your seed from the north, from the south, from the east and west. Keep not back my sons and daughters, everyone that is called by my name, for I have created him or her for my glory. Amen. Every one of us, God has created us for his own glory. They have a new identity. When we became born again, we had new identity. Our identity is not in man. It's not even our own family. It is in Christ Jesus. Amen. That is why our names are written in the Lamb's Book of Living. Amen. Praise the Lord. Isaiah 43, verse 18 to 19 again says, What challenges are you going through? Amen. That is interfering with your purpose. Remember, ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. I will do a new thing. Glory to God. God will do a new thing. So that challenge will not surpass your purpose. God will do a new thing in your life. He will do a new thing in your marriage. He will do a new thing in your children. He will do a new thing in your health. He will do a new thing in your finances, in your work, whatever, your relationships. For the word of God is true and powerful. He says he will honor his word above his name. And his word will not go void. He says, shall it, it shall spring forth. I will make a way in the wilderness. What challenges are you going through that looks like a wilderness in your life? That is giving you sleepless nights. That is making you worry. God says he will make rivers flow. Things will change and become fruitful in your life. Sickness can be a challenge. So you cannot walk in your full purpose. But the word of God says, he has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Galatians 3.13. Jesus came to die to deliver us from every curse. Sickness is a curse from the enemy. Poverty is a curse. But he came to deliver us all. So your purpose will stand in the name of Jesus. Psalm 107 verse 19 to 20 says, They cried to him when they were sick, and he sent his word and delivered them, hallelujah, from their distraction. What is that distraction? Sickness comes to kill, but God will deliver you from that sickness. You will not die. You will live to declare the works of God. With long life, he will satisfy you and show you his salvation. 
We are not exempt from challenges. But there's a way through Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Through his blood and the word to bring us through. To fulfill our God-given purpose in life. Are you facing any challenge in your Christian work with God? Not fully committing to serve him with all your heart and soul and spirit. Are there distractions in your life? Things of the world that entice you to be one foot in and one foot out. Psalm 103 verse 5 says, The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and plenteous in mercy. He still loves you. Amen. His mercy and grace will continue to abound in your life. God knows our frame. He knows that we are flesh. And sometimes our flesh sets in. You want to do what you want to do for God. But the enemy will bring challenges across your path. However, be assured that God is the one that holds your life. Your life is in Christ Jesus. Amen. So you will be able to go through that challenge. Our Lord Jesus, who went through a lot, is now seated at the right hand of God the Father, interceding for you and me. Glory be to his name. He will see you through. God will make a way. He will make an escape for you. In 1 Corinthians 10, verse 13 says, They had no temptation taking you, but such as is common to man. But God, underline that word, is faithful. God is faithful. He will not suffer you to be tempted above that which you are able to bear. But with that same temptation also, he will make a way of escape that you may be able to bear what the enemy brings your way. God will turn everything around for good. Amen. Whatever the enemy brings your way, the word of God says he will turn it around for good. You have people in the word of the Bible, Job. What did the enemy do? Brought so many things. But what did God do? He turned it around for good. There was blessing. Amen. Esther, in the book of Esther, Mordecai, hallelujah, Haman plotted to kill him. He made gallows thinking, oh, I've got him. The enemy is planning. In your workplace, I'll set people against you. In your marriage, I'll set people against you. In your health, they plan but they will fall in it themselves. Amen. Because Haman fell into that trap. That gallows, that he made it so fiery that um, Mordecai will be hanged. He was hanged there himself. So in your life, whatever the enemy plans, because you are the child of God and you believe in God and you have faith in God, your enemies will be hanged the same way. If they dig a pit, they will fall into that pit. The word of God says we are not fighting against flesh and blood. But principalities and powers, authorities in high places. 
But there's always a gap that they find themselves through. Whatever gap in your life, may God help you to identify it and seal it with the blood of Jesus. Challenges in your finances. The word of God says in Philippians that you supply all your needs according to his glory. Psalm 23 also says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. What are you afraid of? The world economy, the world's going about, cost of living, everything is just changing. I bought a box of chicken last week, 15 pounds. Yesterday I went back again, it says it's 19 pounds. And the guy was even telling me, they're telling him next week it's going to rise even to 25 pounds. All because of the enemy that has started a war. But God will turn things around for good. Even in that crisis, God will supply your need. He will provide for your family. You will not be kicked out of your home because you serve the most high God. The God, the source of your provision. You'll be able to pay your bills. God will make a way for you. As Pastor John says, when they are crying, casting down, we are cry crying, lifting up. Because the Lord will lift us up. We know whom we have believed. Psalm 27 says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? What are you afraid of? Are you afraid of your shadow? Or afraid of things? Thinking, oh, this will happen. Nothing will happen. Be assured in the Lord. Trust in the Lord. Trust in God. And you'll see us through. Amen. He says, for in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in the secret of his tabernacle. He shall set me up upon a rock. And now my head will be lifted up. Amen. When they are looking down, lift your eyes up. For Psalm 121 says, I will lift my eyes onto the hills from whence cometh my help. When you are facing situations, don't look down. Lift your eyes on high and speak to the most high God, the creator of heaven and earth, the one who created you. When you were in your mother's womb, who knew you, who ordained you, who has called you, who knows the number of years he has given unto you as we read? We all pray in the name of Jesus that we shall attain that three score and ten in the name of Jesus. Because that is the plan of God for our life. We will not die before our time. We will reach that year. And if he says further, even though there are sorrows, we will still have strength to go on because of who we are. Amen. Therefore, I will offer in his tabernacle sacrifices of joy. I will sing. I will praise the Lord. No matter what, we will praise the Lord. As we came this morning, we are not moved. We kept praising the Lord. In your life, when you face situations, that is the time you should be praising the Lord. Looking at what he has done for you and what he will do for you. No one will go down in shame. Our enemies will go down in shame. Those that want to laugh at us, they will laugh at themselves. And they will laugh with us because we are going to rejoice. If there's any area of our life, are you single? Hallelujah. 
when I was at a certain age, I became anxious because I was not married. Many of us face those situations. But the word of God says, in Isaiah 34, 16, he says, seek ye out of the book of the Lord. What is the book of the Lord? It's the Bible. No one of these, hallelujah, his own creation made, I'm adding this to it, made female and male. God of God, the word of God says, none of them, his word will not fail. It says, none shall lack their mate. God says, none shall lack their mate. So no matter where you are at, God will divinely connect you. We pray for all our children. We pray for our nieces and nephews. We pray for our friends' children who are single. That the Lord will divinely connect them with their mates. As we are praying for people, this is what God will do. Your purpose is to bring people to Christ. So whilst you are praying for them, we all have people saying, sister, brother, please lift you up in prayer. And as you are praying for them, and things change, you are fulfilling your purpose in Christ. Because that challenge, God will turn it round. So we are all called to be an intercessor for the Lord. Amen. Interceding for your friends. Interceding for your nation. Amen. I didn't finish that. Because it says, for my mouth he had commanded and his spirit had gathered them together. The Spirit of God is the one who gathers us together to bring divine connection. Anyone that is married, the Spirit of God, if you seek the Lord, he'll bring you together. Amen. What promises we have in the word of God? Hallelujah. We have so many promises concerning every situation, concerning every challenge. That comes your way. Our favorite scripture, Psalm 91. Verse 15 says, He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Same Psalm 91 says, no plague will come near your dwelling. Whatever situation you go, because what? You dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High. Let us abide and dwell in the secret place. That secret place, it's not like, God says we should not forsake the assembly of the brethren. But the most important thing is your communication. Your relationship with God. In your own closet. You don't have to wait for Sunday to come and worship the Lord. You can worship God in your own home, in your own closet. You can have your fun time with God. That is why he says, when you call upon him, he will answer you because you have known him. You know who he is and you know what he can do for you. So you call upon him 
And as we come corporately, then there's a corporate blessing. But first of all, you have to have that relationship. In the secret place, wherever you have said to praise him, wherever you have said to call upon him, and he surely appears. Amen. You know Elijah and Baal, they had to come and put a, a sacrifice down and say today we are calling upon God, God of fire. You have the God always with you. You have set a place for him in your heart. You have set a place for him in the time. But the best thing is in the morning, committing your life into his hands. And then when you come back home to, you thank him. In the course of the day, you can pray and thank God. You can speak to God. But in the morning, for you to have that strength, you speak to your Lord in the secret place. You abide there. You dwell there. You speak to him there. And then he will see you through the day. That is why your challenges will not surpass your purpose. Rather, the purpose of God will surpass all the challenges that will come your way. Because you have known the most high God. Because you believe in the God Almighty. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. We have examples. They called upon the Lord. And he delivered them. So in everybody's life, we have challenges. But none of us, none of us will go down in the name of Jesus. So brothers, my sisters, you don't have to worry about any challenge. Cast your care upon the Lord, for he cares upon you. Whatever you go through, call upon him. For he says, he knows the plans and thoughts he has for you. They are of good and not of evil. To give you a future and a purpose. A future, a plan. Your destiny is in the hands of God. We did not create ourselves. God created us in his own image and likeness. So if you have the image of Christ, you have the image of God. What can overpower you? Whose are you? Whose do you think you are? If you know whose you are, no matter what challenge comes your way, you know that he will see you through. He will bring you out of that challenge. That was an example. Christ did not come from heaven just on earth. He came in the flesh like you and I. For him to go through all the challenges, the temptations that you and I will face. And because he came through, that is why you also come through. No one can say he was, he came from heaven straight down. So he's got that immunity. You have that immunity as well. Because of what Christ did for you. Because you have believed in him. Because you call him your Lord and Savior. Because you trust in him. You are immune to whatever comes. All this plague that is going on, they are giving us injections for immunity. But you have the blood of Jesus as your immunity. The blood covers you. Before they did the um, vaccine, we were going up and down, praying Psalm 91 over our body. And then they did the vaccine. Before the, 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 the uh, what you call mask came, we were covering ourselves, praying the blood. That blood will protect you. The blood of Jesus. 
has set you free from your sins and given you life eternal. What cannot the blood of Jesus do? You plead the blood of Jesus upon you, it will protect you from every deadly plague. The blood of Jesus will protect your home. Will protect everything about you. So we as children of God, we believe in the blood. The blood has lost its power. The blood is still working on our behalf. Speaking better things than the blood of Abel. The blood is making a way for us. Wherever you go, when you plead the blood of Jesus, even in the spirit world, they see the blood upon you. They know this daughter, this son, I cannot touch because that has been bought by the precious blood of Jesus. So let us hold fast to our confession. Let us hold fast to the blood that was shed at Calvary for us. The blood is still working. The blood will see us through in the name of Jesus. That powerful name, that name that we call that every knee bows and every tongue confesses. As you have known that name and you call, everything will bow at the name. Every challenge. It's so funny. Many people, not many, some people who don't believe in God, even when situations are coming their way, they'll call upon that name. Jesus. And what? Because of the love and grace and mercy of God, that name saves them. They come out and say, I don't even know how. But because of that name that they call, we as children of God, we hold that name in high esteem. That name is our weapon. The blood is our weapon. The word of God is our weapon. So everywhere we go, no matter what challenge we face, our purpose will surpass our challenges. And we shall fulfill our God-given purpose. Hallelujah. The song says, Rejoice for the steps of the righteous one. They are ordered of God. They are ordered of God. Rejoice for the steps of the righteous one. They are ordered of God. In the time of trouble, God will uphold me. God will protect me. Hallelujah. God will sustain me. In the time of trouble, God will lift me up. So rejoice, your steps are all dead of God. Rejoice. Your steps are ordered by God. In the time of trouble, he will uphold you. He will sustain you. He will lift you up. We have a picture of a man, the steps. It says, when I was in trouble, Jesus said, I held you up. So those steps are my steps. He will uphold us all. 
no matter what we go through, he will carry us as we carry babies. Aren't you glad that you have a father who is so great? Ezekiel will say, oh, Isaac is too heavy. But he's still carrying Isaac. No matter how big you are, even if you weigh 100 tons, God can still carry you. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. And when you are lightweight, that one is easy for him. Praise the Lord. <laughs> we have to laugh in the house of God. Amen. God is faithful. There's no problem, no challenge, nothing that God cannot do. Things come your way. Before anything comes your way, God even knows. God knows everything. But we human beings, it takes us by surprise. And sometimes too, God will speak to you about a situation. So it's not always a surprise to us. Sometimes it is a surprise. But when you are tuned to the most high, you have an intuition. You have something. Something prompting you. Telling you, don't go there. Don't do this. Or get up in the morning, pray for this person. That is all. God telling you, intercede and pray. Because he knows what is happening. So who is indwelling in you? Is the Holy Spirit indwelling in you? So is the Holy Spirit who is prompting you to pray or do something or not go that way? We will always make a way for us. He will always be there for us. God will always make a way where there seems to be no way. He makes The Israelites, when they went through the Red Sea, just imagine, just picture. When I just look at that, see, me, I'm afraid of water. I don't, I don't like uh, swimming. Anywhere I go, I'm afraid of water and I'm afraid of heights. You never see me in those areas. Even when I go to the seaside, I'll just stand and put my leg in the water and come back. I went to Israel, the Dead Sea. People were going in. I was sitting at the bank. And putting the mud on my body. You know what they say? That, that uh, mud is good for your body. So I just do it and put it. And people were going deep. They said, hey, I know myself. Oh. Even though I'm in the promised land, I'm in the holy land. <laughs> I still not going in there. I just sat. Well, my leg is in it. I'm sitting at the shore. So the water is coming gradually before me, around me. Look at these people. The Lord made the way. Dry ground. For them to walk through. And then when their enemies were coming, what did he do? He shut it. No matter what you are going through, you'll be walking through like the Israelites walked through. And your enemies, they'll be drowned in the name of Jesus. Because you know who you are. God is faithful. We sing a song. He made a way. He Made a way when my when back was against the wall, when and it looked as if it was over. You made a way, and, and I'm standing here only 
because you made a way. You, you move mountains. Yes. You, you cause walls to fall with your power. You, you perform miracles. There is nothing, nothing. that is impossible. And we're standing here only because you made a way. You move mountains, you cause walls to fall with your power. You perform miracles, there is nothing that's impossible. And we're standing here only because you made it. Only because you made you move mountains, you cause walls to fall with your power, you perform miracles, there is nothing that's impossible, and we're standing here. Only because you made a way, you made a way. Hallelujah. When my back was against the wall, when it looked as if it was over, you made a way. And when standing here, only because you Hallelujah. God made a way. Every one of us sitting here, God made a way. First, he made a way on the cross. And through the cross, through what our Lord Jesus did on the cross for us, the way was open for us. And we came to believe and trust him. And now, I can lift my hands up. I don't know about you. Have you been through any challenge? If you have, lift up your hand. Have you been through any circumstance? And you knew that it is only God. It is only God who brought you. And every one of us can testify. Even if you don't have any testimony, there's one thing that came against you. And God made a way for you. He delivered you. He made a way. He turns people's hearts around for you. Your workplace, your relationships, even in your daily work. When we go to America, on my business trip, we travel by the underground. And then when we buy our things, my cousin and I, we have a shop. We go and put our things there. So middle of the week, we go for a week or two, middle of the week, as much as we've guarded, then we take their taxi. Because we go to, so far, we live in a different state, so it's so much expensive. God made a way for that. One day we went through the underground, 
And we saw people passing at the side. We had our tickets. We saw people passing at the side. We also passed there. And behold, two men dressed in plain clothes, they came to us. They were policemen. They said, you passed through that place. I said, yeah, because we saw people passing through. Because they opened the gate, everybody's passing. They said, no. Where is your ticket? He said, we have a ticket here. He said, no, you should still know. I said, we don't know. He said, how do, you, do I know? He said, we are foreigners. He said, prove it. And every time we go out, me, I'm, I tell my cousin, let's leave our passports at home. Because in case we lose our bag. But that day, we had our passports with us. We took our passports out and they saw it. He said, okay, next time don't do that. So since that time, minute time we go, whether that door is, you know why we went through? Because of the baggage we had. You see, they had that, that gate that they opened. So if you have a baggage, then you can go through. That is why, because otherwise, we would have tapped our thing and gone through. So we went through. Since forever, since that time, we always, no matter how heavy the thing is. And then as we are coming, God always makes a way. We see people. One of my friend's sister, she also goes from Ghana to America to buy things. And she says when she buys the things, you know, the uh, steps to carry your, your trolley with the goods on. She will stand there and she will be doing so I said, oh, do you need help, ma'am? And then they'll carry her trolley up to the top for her. <laughs> but to the glory of God, anytime we go, even in this country, anywhere I go with trolley or traveling on the stairs, especially when you go through Stansted, you have to go through the stairs. They don't have lifts because the plane is in the middle on the tarmac. I always get people, can I help you with your trolley? Who is this who making the way? It is God. Because I have a relationship with God. It's not because of who I am. But when we say God makes a way, God really makes a way. Situations and things, God is always making a way. He makes a way for us. And we thank God for that. God is faithful. And he has made a way for most of us in every area of our life. We are going to stand up, if you can. We are going to pray. In these three past Sundays, we've learned about purpose and what we are. And today, I've dwelt on the challenges that we face. That our purpose surpasses that challenge. It has no hold. If there's any area in your life that is a challenge... You tell your father, today, he will make a way. He will turn things around for you. If you even want to serve the Lord and there are challenges, obstacles, just speak to him so that you will be able to avail yourself and enjoy all that God has for you. Let us go in prayer. Let us pray. Speak to your father in your own way. He knows our heart. He knows everything. You can't hide anything from God. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. Father, we bless you. We magnify your name. The great I am. The all-powerful God. The one that all things are possible with. We are in your presence today. We thank you for being here with us. We thank you for your word that has assured us that no matter what, our purpose will surpass 
our challenge. The challenges will never let us go down. We will be lifted up above everything. We thank you for each and every one of us here. And for those who could not be here, Father, you know how to communicate with each and every one of us. Whatever is a challenge, you are the one who knows. We pray in the name of Jesus that they'll be reassured that they are never alone. You are with them. We pray for peace in every situation. We pray. Your word says you build your church and the gates of hell shall not prevail. Father, the empty seats are not a challenge. You will do your own thing in the name of Jesus. Because you build your church and the gates of hell shall not prevail. Father, we thank you. We are reassured that we have you. We thank you for everyone at the tone of our voice. Father, continue to show yourself strong in their life. As they look up to you. As they come closer to you. As they seek you. As they worship you. In spirit and in truth. You will be there for them. We thank you because you are not a man that she should lie. Nor the son of man that she should repent. Have you not said it? Will you not do it? This is the confidence we have in you. And when we call upon you, you hear us. And you grant us according to your will. We thank you. We bless you. We praise your holy name. May your word that has come forth be in our hearts. As you assured, you told Joshua, meditate upon my word day and night that you be prosperous. Father, we pray that as we meditate upon your word day and night, our way will be prosperous. We thank you and we bless you. In Jesus' mighty name, the name above all names, the mighty name, the name that brings situations down, we have prayed. Amen. 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 I hope you are if you were blessed by today's message, why not share it with a loved one? And as always, stay connected by visiting our website at www.lwmi.org.uk. We hope you were blessed.